Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrists, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understanding process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos! Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-55 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all of the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. The mission is clear at the Faison Center, to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Diehard Wahoo Frank Maloney and former UVA basketball standout Jim Hobbo Hobgood break down the Cavaliers each week in a way that only Frank and Hobbo can provide. Brought to you by Ortho Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. the ACC tournament. Hobbo and Frank nearly courtside. Well, not exactly. We're at least in the building. We're in the building. Uh, uh, We're here with a whole bunch of other radio folks just chattering away, but we are thrilled tonight to be here for the Thursday night edition of the ACC tournament, the 70th year that it's been held, and the 29th time here in Greensboro. Just to give you a little background context, 
Hobbo played in this tournament in Greensboro. Three times. You know, back in the day, you only got three years. You know, we got cheated out of a year in the uh, dark ages. I think I think you guys, though, had you had color cameras recording those games. Well, I'm not sure about that. You know, most of the highlights were in black, black and white. But uh, <laughs> now I will say this. Uh, my wife and I were here courtside row A for the 74 NC State Maryland game, which was arguably yep. the best game in ACC history. So that was, uh, and a lot on the line, because in those days, only the tournament winner went to the, tor- the big dance. Wow. So Maryland quite possibly was the second best team in the country, and they stayed home. So it, uh, there was a lot on that game. You know, just great players. You know, Thompson, Burleson, Monty Tal, Tim Stoddard, uh, Lucas, Elmore, McMillan for Maryland. It was high-level basketball, but... Uh, our, our guest, we're, we're, Dave Glenn, is too young to remember that. Yeah. But I'm sure he's read about it somewhere. I've read about it. I've written about it. But you're right. I was uh, I was only a little kid well, and not yet part of the ACC I, culture. I admired it from afar. And I, I will I, say. I, I watched it. I remember watching it. I also remember getting yelled at because I think it ran kind of late maybe. Uh, it's a little fuzzy, but. Uh, I remember. Well, I think it may have been an afternoon game. I'm afternoon. not even sure. That's a good point. It you was know. a long game. It was a long game, <laughs> yeah. and it was it was a beautifully played game and uh, high a, caliber. There's and no after, question about it. Afterwards, my dad and I joked about. it. I said, "Dad, that might have been one of the best basketball games I've ever seen." And Dad says, "That was definitely the best game, best game you'd ever seen." Yeah, two guys, Lefty and Norm Sloan, probably didn't really like each other. But yes. the coaches in those days didn't like each other. Period. You know, they didn't have much. Uh, camaraderie in those days but you know, right, let's, Dave, let's Dave a moment Dave. ago on another interview was referred to as the mayor we're going to promote him he's the governor yeah, of the I, Atlantic Coast Conference yes. <laughs> well Dave used to be the editor of the ACC Sports Journal which yep. in the old old days was the uh, poop sheet and uh, I think it's uh, you know I've, I've liked Dave ever since the first time I heard him asking questions of Coach K years ago after a win and K got got all bristled and angry and almost confrontational with Dave. I said, that's my kind of journalist right there. And he is a lawyer, right? You know, That is uh, true. Uh, I know how to debate whether it's Kay or anybody else. You know, 95% of my interactions with Coach K were very cool and fun and positive. And, but not uh, that Every day. once in a while, you just press the wrong button, yeah. and that's how it know. goes. He, he had a little bit of a temper, but this probably still does. But at any rate, uh, tournaments so far, uh, really kind of according to form, no real surprises, right? Yeah, and I love what you all said about 1974, too, because in all seriousness, I've been to 34 ACC tournaments, and there aren't many where you can say, what I just watched – ended up changing the world, in this case the college sports world, because for those who don't remember, Habo mentioned only the ACC champion advanced to the NCAA tournament, in part because of the insanity of not letting Maryland, one of the clearly one of the best teams in the country, play in the NCAA tournament. They changed the rules. Yeah, yeah. So it went from there being a one-team-per-conference limit Briefly, they made it a two-teams-per-conference limit. But by 1980, I think it was, there was no such conference limit. And what do we consider the, you know, the glory days, the modern era of the NCAA tournament? You know, it either starts right around 80 or it starts you know, in 1985 when they expanded it to 64 teams. But you're right about this year. I mean, nothing super remarkable in terms of that just yet. And it's a weird year, guys, because, you know, this is a league that, as a 15-team conference, has averaged seven NCAA tournament bids per season. So that's not quite mathematically half, but roughly half your league is getting in on average. And there were only three teams who showed up in Greensboro feeling really, really good about being in. And there were four more that were either you know, on the right side of the right. bubble in the case of Pitt and NC State, uh, but on the wrong side in the case of Carolina and Clemson. So whereas we haven't had the max drama yet, we got a whole lot of drama coming, right? Because some of these teams are fighting for their postseason lives. Well, that's a good a good point to start. Uh, those teams that are on the bubble, NC State may have answered the question last night. They they look terrific. Uh, Carolina, a lot of people. Do they need to win tonight and go I, farther? If they didn't win tonight, I don't I don't think they're a serious candidate at all. If they win tonight, they get closer. Um, you know, their best win right now is Virginia. Right. They don't have a long list of other great wins. Yeah, they're one and eight quad one. You know, right? They've beaten NC State, which is a good team, but it's a team that's barely on the right side of the bubble. You know, the Tar Heels got swept by Pitt. 
Uh, they've beaten the middle of the ACC, but this year the middle of the ACC, most of it's not going to the NCAA tournament. Let me ask that's you this. True. You know, a lot of people, obviously Carolina has not had the year many anticipated. <laughs> uh, your explanation of that is what? I think it's offensive dysfunction if you boiled it down to a starting point. You know, the bottom line is somebody like Caleb Love has never embraced the fact uh, consistently that feeding the ball to first-team All-ACC center Armando Baycott is the smartest way to go about things. So recently when Duke beat Carolina in Chapel Hill, Leaky Black, a defensive specialist, led the Tar Heels in shots taken. And I think Leakey's a good player. I could tell you ten different compliments about Leakey Black, especially defensively. When you are in a rivalry game and you need another big win and Duke's defensive game plan is don't let R.J. Davis or Armando Baycott get a lot of shots. Make one of these other dudes try to take, make a lot of shots. Well, Leakey took them up on that offer and launched 16 or 17 shots and didn't make many. That was always my philosophy when I played. Unfortunately, Park Hill and Wally Walker had different <laughs> attitudes. So whether it's sometimes that's Leakey in that case, but Caleb Love is as volatile, unpredictable, Roller coaster of a player, a key, a key player, but a streaky shooter. True. Oh, good Caleb is good Caleb. And last year, bad Caleb, yes, is a big reason why the Tar Heels are in their current predicament, guys. Since the NCAA tournament <coughs> expanded, there has never been a preseason number one that failed to make the NCAA tournament. Yep. Never. I think what seventy five was the last time, or something like that. But yeah, yeah so that, pre, that's pre expansion. Yeah, so. The Tar Heels would be making the wrong kind of history in a big way if they can't make the big dance. Now, they might, but they need more of that offense that they just showed in beating Boston College where they were sharing the ball. What did Hubert Davis say right after the game? I was most impressed when I saw 16 assists on the stat sheet, and, and in Hubert's terminology, he, uses, he always says, the ball didn't stick. That, that means it didn't get to one guy and then he just dribbled in circles or tried to beat his man. It was either make your move or find an open man or take your shot. Now, if you look at the game tonight, obviously the strength of Virginia is the defensive player, yeah. their guards. So they might be able to limit R.J. Davis and Caleb Love to some extent. The question is, can they con contain Baycott? And at Chapel Hill, Pete Nance was the guy that really uh, beat up on him making threes. And uh, I think last night he didn't even shoot a three. So what's your assessment of the uh, keys to tonight's game? Well, it starts with Baycott because some teams in this league have the seven-footers with long arms that give Armando Baycott a lot of trouble. Why is Armando, despite being a brilliant college player, not viewed by the NBA as even a draft pick, much less a, a first-round draft pick, it's because he, he, he's just not a playing-above-the-rim kind of guy. He's a very good college basketball player, but very few people I know think he'll be a really, really good pro. Well, Virginia, while brilliant defensively on the perimeter, doesn't have that guy that really intimidates Baycott near the rim. So the heels are going to try to feed Baycott. Of course, UVA could win the battle of the guards, and that'll go a long way toward determining who wins. But the Cavaliers, whereas they've trended downward on offense lately, to me they're more a, a more predictable team. You know the effort you're going to get out of Kihei Clark. You might not know if all of his shots are going to go, but you know his defensive effort, his intelligence, his unselfishness. You, you know who Reese Beekman is, right? And, and on down the line for that, that Cavaliers rotation. The Tar Heels... You mostly know who Baycott is. You mostly know who R.J. Davis is. You have no idea if Pete Nance is going to go 0 for 5 and stop shooting the ball or whether he's going to go off and look like one of the best players on the court, which he did often at Northwestern last year. He could be either of those extremes. Caleb Love is the most extreme, one of the most extreme Tar Heels I've ever seen. The difference between good Caleb Love and bad Caleb Love is not shades of gray. It is opposite ends of the spectrum. He right. can take dumb shots. He can get selfish. He can turn the ball over. He can play lousy defense. He can lose his man. He can pout. He can have bad body language. But he's also capable of being that all-ACC caliber type guy and at times. I, I want to throw one thought in there. Having watched Carolina quite a bit, the thing that you must recognize is Kale Love can get his shot. Yep. And players that can create their shot have a certain confidence if the ball starts going in the cylinder, 
that guy starts thinking, I'm taking 20 shots tonight, and then you're in real trouble because he doesn't need offense to, to score. And Hubert Davis knows that. And I think that's why you, when you see Hubert walking up and down the side, he's the sideline, he's going, well, is this going to be the night Caleb absolutely torches him, or, or do I have to rein him in? You're, that's a great point, Frank, because you could use that same logic with Pete Nance. If Pete Nance makes his first couple of threes, he might end up as star of the game. If he misses his first couple threes, he may not take another one the rest of the game. That's weird. Same with Caleb Love. They're very streaky guys. Baycott is consistent. R.J. Davis is mostly consistent. Yeah. Tar Heels bench is way up and down, unpredictable. And Leaky Black's a very consistent guy on defense. He can be up and down offensively. But that's why the Heels are the toughest team to predict, I think, in this whole bracket. Do you think any word on Baycott's ankle? Is, uh, do we know anything? All we, late last night, Hubert said he felt great about it. Leaky Black made a joke, which at least implies that he's not worried about it, and those guys are very close friends. He made a joke that Ar, you know, Armando just likes the drama. And Armando called his parents down from the stands because, you know, he likes a good storyline and he, and he loves the attention. That's Leaky Black describing his own teammate in a good-natured kind of way. I, I don't think there would be as many smiles and jokes if they truly thought that he was going to be a shadow of himself. Uh, and I'll quickly add that Armando hasn't been 100% down the stretch. So he, he has rolled that ankle more times than I even remember counting. So he hasn't been 100%, but obviously there's a difference between a 90% version of Armando Baycott and a 50% or somebody who's hobbling out there. Just real quick, the nightcap stayed against Clemson. Clemson obviously is one of those teams that uh, is not feeling real comfortable right now. Uh, is that a game they can win and need to win? Clemson desperately desperately needs to beat State to, to even enter the conversation. That's right. And Clemson, remember, just absolutely curb-stomped NC State not too long ago. Oh, I, wow. I actually think the Wolfpack will win, Yes, but I have to block out the video of that Clemson annihilation of the Wolfpack to even explain why I think the Wolfpack are going to win. The Pack's guards, when they play well, you guys know Casey Morsell well from his time at UVA. Terquavion Smith is a probable first-round NBA pick, and I thought Jarkel Joyner, Joyner was an even better college basketball player than Terquavion this year. Um, if they're all three playing well, the Wolfpack is capable of all sorts of good things. And the Bards kid, he, he looks like he's out of shape, but he's got a lot of skills in the low blocks. Yeah, he became the starter at midseason, and he's a charismatic guy. They feed off of his energy. He's crafty down low with those moves. Uh, he was a great player um, prior to transferring into the ACC. Um, so, yeah, they have. I think they have the kind of personnel that Kevin Keats thrived with when he was a successful coach at UNC Wilmington. He's in year six at NC State. I think this is only maybe the second time that he has the personnel to run the system and the tempo and that guard-oriented approach that he likes to run. Well, I, I want to make a note. Uh, one of the – one of the bigs uh, for NC State got hurt last night when one of his own teammates fell on his leg. And I think it was Gant. Correct. And when we watched the replay of that injury, it looked worse because the young man on the floor was visibly shaking. And that's usually a sign of, oh, my God, I am really hurt. And, you know, later they showed him in the tunnel on crutches. And I noticed the way he was moving. He was very tentative. And I don't think he's going to be able to play. He scored a lot of stick-back points and had some big rebounds against VPI. Will State miss that? Because he's a hustler. They'll, they'll miss it, but I, I would go back to Habbo's point earlier. You know, the, the better guards in UVA against UNC, probably going to win the game. The better guards in NC State against Clemson, probably going to win the game. we got to let you go. Just who's going to win the tournament? I, I'm going to take the number one seed, Miami. Ah, okay. okay. All right. Go all Hurricanes. Right, but anyway, Dave, we thank you as always. You're a terrific guest all the time. Great to see you guys. Thank right, you. We're, we're going to go to the next segment in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Who's talking almost live from Greensboro Coliseum? Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task, especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 
1984, Charles McDaniel capped off his third straight season leading UVA in tackles and was named first team All-ACC. McDaniel has continued a legacy with a career of a different approach, helping move individuals and companies with ease. Since 2005, McDaniel has served as the CEO of Hildrup, one of the most acclaimed moving companies in the U.S. Whether moving near or far, Hildrup will show you why they are the best moving services company. Next time you need help moving, go to Hildrup.com. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces. Whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, Garlic Parm, Apple Butter Barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fans. TheSaber.com At Kelleher, we have been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products in addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical generator, and heating oil needs. With a fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and Blue serving you since 1968. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmanallergy.com. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobga on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. Welcome back and thanks for joining, including Dave Glenn, who was just with us in the last segment. Yeah, Carolina was not unanimous, but was clearly the preseason pick to win the conference. And so by finishing seventh, that that clearly is disappointing. Virginia was, what, picked third and finished second. So it's pretty much according to plan in that regard. But And we, well, share, we shared a tie for yeah, first. Yeah, technically uh, co-champions right. in, the, in the regular season. Right. because Not the, too shabby, Hubbo. No, not indeed. And, and we've said before, that's six times in ten years for Coach Bennett, which puts him in the uh, – league with Mike Krzyzewski, Dean Smith, and Roy Williams, which is pretty strong company. Uh, all of them are already in the Basketball Hall of Fame, and Tony will be there in a few years when he reaches age 60. But anyway, all right, let's big, do, big let's, game tonight, that's right. for sure. 7 o'clock tip. Let's take care of a little housekeeping. First, we want to thank Mosquito Squad and Lee Hatcher for jumping in late to help us uh, Offset a little expenses coming down here. and the, the I love the slogan, tournament. Fight the Bite. Yes, and uh, you know, folks, uh, you know, spring is right around the corner. Please uh, consider giving Mosquito Squad a call and 
getting them on the schedule because they'll do a great job yeah, for they, you. Linda and I, we, we utilize them at our home because Linda is susceptible to mosquito bites. Some people are more so than others. She's clearly one of them. So we appreciate their uh, the service, and it really works. Absolutely. All right. Also, we want to thank our engineer here, live here at Greensboro Coliseum, Vicente Arroyo, easily one of the nice guys in all of radio, and we've had – a lot of fun working with him. I've worked with him in Brooklyn. I've worked with him here. I've worked with him in uh, in Charlotte. So uh, he's he's a he's an all hands on deck, uh, one man band. He can do it all. He's and, a uh, terrific guy, and he really uh, goes up above and beyond. Uh, so we really appreciate your help. We also want to thank uh, Linnell Bynum back in the studio. He did a great job last night, and we know tonight uh, he will put all these segments together and make it sound seamless. Also want to thank Skip Shear, our account rep, who's always been fantastic with us uh, on Who's Talking. All right, Habo, we got a few minutes here. Yeah, we uh, just, uh, we're coming to you from Greensboro yesterday and today. We'll be back uh, in studio on Monday for our regular show, which will begin at 5 o'clock instead of 6. We expect to have Terry Gates with us to uh, break down the, the bracket little who's talking bracketology on Monday. Uh, we obviously find out Sunday who the uh, who's where where they'll be seated, where they're going, and who they will play. So we'll have a lot to talk about on on Monday during the uh, regular show. It's very interesting. Bucky Waters just walked by wearing his Duke jacket, and we waved at him. And uh, what a great guy! Uh, Want to also mention real quickly that on. Uh, on Monday show, Terry Gates is going to help us do a preview right. of the NCAA tournament. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting to see. It's most likely at this point, Virginia will come to Greensboro. So, Virginia fans, you'll get a chance. If you didn't get down here uh, this weekend for Virginia and the ACC tournament, uh, you might be coming right back here again if you've been to the first uh, couple games down here in the tournament or you might be coming back for the NCAA tournament uh, a week later. You know, I think the current projection is maybe a four seed. Uh, Outside shot at a three seed. If if they do well this weekend here in Greensboro. So we'll, we'll, but we'll have all that information for you on Monday's show and give you our opinion and assessment of uh, what the Who's are looking at in the first and hopefully second round of the NCAA tournament the following weekend. You know, uh, Habo, uh, just your general thoughts and feelings about the difference between being here in the Greensboro Coliseum and the city of Greensboro, North Carolina, as compared to Brooklyn or Washington, D.C. Well, you know, here's, here's the difference. You know, my lovely wife and I went out to Panera this morning. We always find a Panera somewhere. And I was doing a quick segment on a radio show this morning, and there were a couple of guys there that overheard, so they immediately started asking questions about the ACC tournament. So when the tournament is here, there's a lot of basketball fans, and it's like the whole city of Greensboro is engaged with the tournament. When you go to Washington or Brooklyn, you know, ACC basketball is not at the front of their minds, so it's a whole different atmosphere. And, and that also, as teams get eliminated here those fans may leave but the tickets are always gobbled up now they're often gobbled up by the north carolina teams which upsets some people but nevertheless uh, from this point on you're going to have a full house for the remaining sessions especially tonight with carolina and state plan all right we're real excited to announce that in our next segment we're going to have none other than uva quasi legend we can't say true legend yet because he's still young but Jimmy Miller's going to join us. He's uh, Young is a relative term, as they say. Yes. Well, <laughs> he's, he's young to me and you. Well, everybody's young to me anymore. That's, right, uh, that's the right. downside. The good news is I think he's advanced the stage where I can kid him about Dan Merrifield. So he's now earned his stripes as an excellent analyst for the UVA Sports Radio Network. And we enjoy hearing him every week. And he's sitting here with us. We're going to go to break. We come back on the other side. Jimmy's going to jump in with us, and we're going to get his thoughts and his keys of the game. Stay with us. Who's Talking continues in just a few minutes. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. 
Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understanding understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Charles McDaniel, starting UVA linebacker from 82 to 85, set a record with 130 tackles. Now McDaniel is the president of Hildrup Moving and Storage, an agent for United Van Lines. The same discipline McDaniel showed on the field is now seen through his leadership at Hildrup. Whether you're moving your home, company, or employees, Hildrup is committed to helping you get to your next destination with ease. Their game plan, to be the best moving services company, period. Next time you need help moving, call Hildrup at 800 400 it's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fans. TheSaber.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about about getting you back in the game. It's tournament time and Mosquito Squad is a proud member of Who's Talking. Mosquito Squad has you covered for all your mosquito and tick control. Most other companies charge extra for ticks, but we don't at Mosquito Squad. No contracts with 100% satisfaction guarantee is why Richmond loves us. We even have all natural options available. New clients receive first treatment for $39. Call the squad at 804-409-2710 or go to mosquitosquad.com and fight the bite. At Kelleher, we've been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products. In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, generator, and heating oil needs. With the fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue, serving you since 1968. Bringing you the latest with all things UVA athletics. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobble-Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, we're back, courtside almost. We're actually in a uh, glass and brick enclosed hallway near security, but uh, all the other radio journalists are here, and we're having fun. Delighted uh, with Hobbo to be seated with our good friend Jimmy Miller, who was a very refined and skilled, efficient player with a very high shooting percentage and basically was unstoppable one year in the NCAA tournament where, for some reason, they named him, what do you like, the... Regional MVP. Regional MVP. I mean, can you top that, Hobbo? Well, there are, well I, th- I think there are two who's that could equal it, but nobody can top it. Uh, although, I guess uh, we did have a MVP of the Final Four you in did, 2019. Right. So, That's right. So I guess that does top a regional was MVP. That, was that Kyle Guy? Yes. So, uh, and Jeff Lamp was the other great one that uh, – Yeah, he was a pretty good company. Well, that uh, he, was a, he was a regional MVP, I, I believe. So. You know, the uh, – Briefly on 2019, speaking of Kyle Guy, I will always admire his ability to go to the foul line and make those three free throws in front of 75,000 people when it really counted. You know, it wasn't like a free throw in the first half. Greatest sporting 
uh, moment in Virginia history in my mind, right? Of all the stuff that we've seen, the ability to go up. That's the most memorable, uh, his ability to go up there and knock down those threes. Well, that that was phenomenal. well you know, you put it in the context of all the confusion around the court and that you could hear the gas and so forth that a whistle had been blown. And, you know, the, the uh, it was Auburn, right? Yeah, Auburn. The, the, Semifinal. The Auburn players and coaching staff were beside themselves. And it's funny, the, the player that committed the foul by Auburn over in the corner that didn't give Kyle the room on his uh, ability to elevate and take the shot was a former VCU player. And I said, he fouled him. He clearly fouled him because VCU players are taught how to foul. <laughs> well, you know, you were you were doing the well, broadcast. Yeah, I was the, down in that corner, kind of where uh, with with Vicente and uh, then Dave Kane. Yeah. You know, the Purdue game, Auburn, and Texas Tech. In each of those games, emotionally, at the end of the game, I was preparing myself for a loss. You know, mm. mentally, yeah. and, and somehow, miraculously, we we won all three. But let's let's come forward to the present. Yeah, we could talk about that for yeah. No, that, that that's a yeah. fun that's a fun subject, <laughs> and, and hopefully one of these days it'll be repeated. Maybe even this year, you never know. But what about tonight's game, North Carolina? You know, obviously uh, didn't play particularly well, especially in the first half in Chapel Hill. How do we avoid that tonight? What are the keys to the game? Wow, it, you know, yeah. Listen, I think it starts with their backcourt. Uh, Caleb Love and, and R.J. Davis are they? They were phenomenal last night. They had uh, forty points of Carolina's eighty-five. They got downhill. So Reese Beekman and Kia Clark, they're going to have their hands full there. Of course, you got to keep them off the glass as well. I think Jimbo, uh, you know, Carolina's phenomenal getting to the glass, second chance opportunities, and um, and then. Uh, you know, Pete Nance was in, in the last game against uh, Virginia. I think he had 22 points, and, and he's a rim protector back there. And, and he played well again last night. He had 10 points and I think four block shots. You know, those, Nance, those are three. And Nance tiers. is a tough matchup for us, particularly if Gardner is assigned to him because Jaden's not really used to guarding somebody outside the three-point line, is he? Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, and, and the one thing we've not talked about, it, you're right, the, the Carolina's ability to shoot the three, I mean, they through the season were not a particularly good three-point shooting team. But, boy, they lit it up against us when we last time we played them. I thought they shot the ball get, well again last night. I think 42% from behind the line. Like if that team shows up tonight, they're a, they're a different animal. Absolutely. And I, I, they made nine threes in the first half in the game in Chapel Hill. You make nine threes and a half, you're going you're gonna to have an advantage, which they clearly did. And to your point, Caleb Love and Davis were 7 of 14 from behind the arc. You have to think Beekman and Clark and uh, uh, Armand Franklin, they know that, and they will make sure to step out. We've got Jerry Ratcliffe walking by. He was maybe he can join us in the last segment of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jimmy, a uh, question I want to uh, get to real quick: tempo. Um, you, uh, I thought, were always a, a type of player that understood the value of tempo within the Virginia system. I think the Virginia players that are on this team understand the value of tempo and staying within that because that is their DNA. And if they can do that, won't that be enough to sort of uh, derail the UNC Express? It, it, it gives them a chance, right? Uh, Carolina is so good at speeding you up. And if Virginia gets caught in that, then then that's not, to your point, Virginia's game. Uh, I think, and, and great, I've always thought that, Jim, you, I, I, you know, you've been a part of this uh, great guard play controls tempo. And so Carolina, you look at their guards, they love to get the ball up the floor. Virginia's going to – we've got great guards too, Kia Clark and Reese Beekman, the ability to not get sped up and, and play within our system, you know, and taking care of the basketball. Yeah, I was just going to say you want to avoid live ball turnovers that result in easy baskets for Carolina. That's exactly right. Got to take See, care of it. last night Carolina only had seven turnovers. You've got to make them – you've got to pressure them enough around the floor – so they make turnovers because they can get careless. They're perfectly capable of 13, 14, 15 turnovers, and Virginia lately has been turning over almost never. I mean, Beekman, what, he had 11 assists the other night and one T.O.? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's to, to, to your point, uh, taking care of the basketball, uh, which then doesn't allow North Carolina to, to get those live ball turnovers and get out. And then if you can force them to turn the ball over, that's fine, but – 
you know, take those opportunities. But to me, like a, a, a turnover for Carolina is a is a lost possession, an empty possession for them. So, um, well, it's a stop. You know, it's a stop. That's right. We play. Uh, we limit to play fewer possessions in a game. That's uh, Tony's style of play. And you said you said earlier rebounding. You know, it, it, yeah. Virginia, I guess, has been going with what they call a smaller lineup. You know, Vanderplas and is six eight and Gardner six six. That's not real small. <laughs> those but are I guess, big. Those are big men you know, back that, when you played. That, right? That's right. But at any rate, you know. Uh, if you give up the offensive rebound, your defense tends to be out of position, and that's when you can maybe give up the easy three. I, I know Carolina does a lot of that. Duke does a lot of that, you know, where they get the offensive rebound, bang it out to the three-point line, and somebody's draining the three. After you play great th- uh, defense for 30 seconds, kind of dis- discouraging. It's tough, right? To, to give up a three in that situation where you had a great defensive possession. Yeah, it sure is. If you can, if you can limit them to one and done and, and – uh, that's going to improve your odds. You know, the one guy that's impressed me recently, Armand Franklin is a really good rebounder for a guard. You know, he, he really – and I think Virginia, with that smaller lineup, I'm sure Coach Bennett is telling everybody, everybody's in the game of rebounding, be a guard or not. Rebound by, by committee, it's going to take everybody. And I think you mentioned a, a, key, a key matchup uh, player to watch tonight, I think, is Armand Franklin. I think if he can get 15 or more points tonight – Virginia's got a really good chance of winning this game, but he's right. going to look for him to be aggressive offensively early. Well, he, I, I think – hold on. I think he's, he's touched on something we've talked about for the last few weeks. We know Reese Bigman's going to provide almost the same thing every night. <coughs> Clark, almost the same production every night. Now, he can't go over the field like he did recently. Right. Yeah. Um, but Franklin and Gardner – Gardner's been hot lately – if he can keep it up and get us 15, Franklin can get you 15. Isn't that enough to get us home? Yeah, well, yeah. If both of those guys can get you 15, uh, I'd feel really good about that. Uh, you know, the one thing about Carolina is they they give you a lot of that those mid-range jumpers. And I, I think it's really important for Virginia not to fall in love with that, that – those mid-range uh, opportunities that will look like they'll be there. Uh, and Carolina just does a really good job of, of giving you that. I, I think we're going to have to get stuff inside in the paint, second-chance opportunities. But we're also going to have to have those guys knock down some threes from behind the line. Yeah, we're going to have to score. You know, Carolina is so gifted offensively, you can't you can't beat them fifty-five to fifty-three. You know, that's just, right. You're going to have to score at least probably mid-sixties, I would think, to win the game. You know, uh, before, while we got you, I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't. Uh, I don't think we've had you on the air since Coach Holland passed away. Any <laughs> your, maybe your thoughts about Coach Holland and what he meant to you during your days as a player? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he he touched so many of us. Obviously, he was a great coach. But uh, for all of us who were had the privilege to play for him, it, you know, we always viewed him as more than just a coach, uh, really a, a mentor. A father figure for for some right. of us, uh, and um, I loved just loved uh, reading all the tributes and uh, the, what what people had to say about him, and I was getting stuff from from people that I didn't even know but knew that I had a relationship with them. They were sending. I was getting emails and other things on um, their relationship and how he touched their lives. That that was special, and so my my heart goes out to to uh, Ann Holland. And, and their two wonderful daughters, Kate and Ann Michael, uh, just a phenomenal coach and a tremendous legacy for the University of Virginia and what he's done for college basketball across the country. Absolutely. Well, there's no, no question. Uh, coach Holland was a phenomenal man. Um, we used to call him the senator. Yeah. In his years later as the AD, uh, Bill Cheater, a good friend of mine, a former sponsor of Who's Talking, he used to, and I used to always call him the senator because of the way he carried himself – he was so dignified, and he, he, Frank, listen. He, the first time he came into my living room when I was being recruited, he was in he was in a coat and tie, and and he was like a, the way you would think of as a senator, you know, mild mannered Southern gentleman. We've heard all those things, and 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 that was my entire experience with him until the first day of practice, and that first day of practice, like he the, he blew the whistle and and. 
There was a transformation. Like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and, and some of the language that was, you know, and here, wow, I didn't have never seen that before from this guy. You know, and I, I, I personally, uh, I've told people, you know, my relationship with uh, Coach went back to 1968 was a high wow. school kid being recruited at, uh, by him as an assistant at Davidson. Oh wow, and, how about uh, that? You know, and I think what really was full full circle. Uh, I was involved in the recruitment of Bobby Stokes, and he comes to Virginia, and at the end, he's the yeah. uh, physician yeah. taking care of Coach. So which, it's, which uh, was it's a wonderful a great, story. a great full circle deal where Bobby got to help his, his mentor. You know, l- l- there's an old saying uh, that learning is a circle that doesn't complete itself until you've passed on what you've learned to someone else. And I think there's some circles that have been closed in this process. Yeah. All right. Um, we are so delighted to have Jimmy Miller here with us, and uh, the ele- we're going to call him the elegant one from now absolutely, on. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he used to just tap dance between the defenders when he had the basketball. All right. Um, this game, to me, tonight uh, has a lot of interesting uh, points to think about. Number one, Virginia is like 4-14 and 14 in the ACC tournament against Carolina. Here's a chance for uh, Coach Bennett to start leveling that imbalanced record. Uh, obviously, that goes back many, many years and many, many coaches. Number two, I think Virginia is like 68 and 100-something against Carolina historically all time. It would be nice to whittle away at that a little bit. Um, do you think the players, uh, Habo and Jimmy, do you think the players understand that history and that, that it's never really been on Virginia's side against the Baby Blues and but in the last 10 years, everything seems different now, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the last 10 years have been unlike any other that, that we in can In the entire really, history. We, we can remember. And I, the kids out there playing, don't, they, can't, they don't know back when, when I played and right. what it was like. And, and, um, but they all know the history of the ACC and, and the, the legacy, the great moments, the, the history, all the great players that have played through this conference. And that, that – uh, uh, to them, I'm sure is what what uh, you know they're mindful of, and they've looked at what Virginia's footprint has been over the last ten years, and they're like, yeah, I want to taste that, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, and it's a ultimately it becomes a simple game. You got to make shots and try to force the other team to take tough shots. And uh, Virginia needs to understand you need to make free throws once in a while. You know what, <laughs> yeah. what's going on with the free throws? <laughs> well, you know, I, I I don't think it's for the lack of trying, right? I, from everything that I've heard and seen, they they uh, are out there shooting and um, uh, you know practicing that shot, Jim. I mean, it is it's it's it is kind of remarkable when you you look back at the last the, the kind of as they came to the finish line of the regular season, right? How, right. how that all finished and. Um, you well, know. you know, you get you get in tournament play, which we are tonight, and certainly next week in that tournament, uh, making free throws down the stretch is the difference between winning and losing. You got so, that right. Uh, going to have to going to have to make their share tonight. And believe me, Wake Forest right now is lamenting the fact that they were seven of fourteen from the line. If they made a few more free throws, they might be the team advancing from that earlier game today. Fifty percent's not going to cut That's, it, right, from behind the line. I, you know, uh, I think Virginia's got to shoot. Free throw line, yeah, right? I think Virginia's got to shoot at least seventy percent from the free throw line. All right, we want to thank Jimmy Miller. I think he's been absolutely fantastic to join us today, and thank you guys. We wish him a, a good broadcast tonight, and uh, hopefully a successful Wahoo win. Appreciate yeah, have you. A, guys, have a good yeah. broadcast tonight, and hopefully it'll be a three-day weekend for you. I appreciate it. that. That means you guys will be here all <laughs> yeah. weekend too. Right? We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> thank all you, right. Jimmy. Thanks, thank guys. you, Jimmy. We'll right, talk to you soon. We'll come back on the other side with uh, Jerry Rackliff. Stay with us. Who's talking? Will continue soon. It's tournament time, and Mosquito Squad is a proud member of Who's Talking. Mosquito Squad has you covered for all your mosquito and tick control. Most other companies charge extra for ticks, but we don't at Mosquito Squad. No contracts with 100% satisfaction guarantee is why Richmond loves us. We even have all natural options available. New clients receive first treatment for $39. Call the squad at 804-409-2710 or go to mosquitosquad.com and fight the bite. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. 
Well, Jeff McDonald and Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. With our no-fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the Yates, 804-888-8888. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrists, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos! Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. You're listening to Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new sports radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, we're back. Who's Talking? Greensboro Coliseum ACC Tournament Edition. This is the 70th annual ACC Tournament. 2023 down here in Greensboro, North Carolina. And Hobbo... Believe it or not, played here back in the early 70s. Yeah, played in three of them uh, right here at the Greensboro Coliseum. It wasn't quite as big then. Uh, they've expanded it since. I think it was only like 14,000, 15,000 back in those days, uh, up to 22,000 now. And that's good. How many of these have you covered, Jerry? I've been, uh, my first one was 1974, the first time I walked into this building. Wow. Wow. And, yeah. and because we are such professionals, Jerry Ratcliffe, formerly the sports editor of the Daily Progress, and now the proud owner of JerryRatcliffe.com, and just a great all-round guy, has joined us courtside, well, almost courtside, and uh, we're delighted he's here. Jerry, uh, in all these years of covering the Wahoos, just curious, who have been some of your favorite interviews, just the people? Oh, wow. Uh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, Is there a break after this? Or? Actually, uh yeah, even though sometimes Ralph was a reluctant interview, he was always interesting. Yeah. Uh, because he had a lot of stuff to say. But, uh, uh, gosh, uh, you know, I, 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 one of the guys I always in, in, uh, inter- I enjoyed interviewing was uh, Joe Harris because he took the time to learn the history of the program. And uh, he knew about all the former players like Hobbo and Barry Parkhill. And wow. Brian Stith, and he knew the records. Uh, he knew how many times they'd been to the NCAA tournament, all that stuff. 
Uh, I, I thought he was always interesting. Uh, John Crotty was fun because he was uh, always a, a gritty competitor kind of guy. Hard-nosed. Hard-nosed. You uh, know, John Crotty is on my all-time Virginia left-handers list. He, he oh, leads right, the yeah. list. And, of course, I'm on that list because it's my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ted, Ted Jeffries. Ted Jeffries, uh, Justin, uh, Justin Anderson, uh Travis Watson, uh, you know, so we've had four or five. Pretty, uh, uh, you know, that, that team could beat beat some people, I think. But uh, I agree. Hey, let's come forward to tonight. Uh, we we don't have any confirmation, but there's at least a rumor floating that uh, Ben Vanderplas has broken a wrist. If if he's not able to go, how will that change the uh, starting lineup and the player rotation, in your opinion? Yeah, I was driving down today, and I kept getting all these texts from people asking if that was true. And obviously, I was in a car and just got here a little while ago, so I don't know if there's any truth to the rumor or not. But uh, but what if if he does, if that is true, uh, it's a major impact on Virginia's lineup because that's going to force either. Caffaro or Shedrick with more court time, or perhaps Both. Ryan Dunn. Yeah, um, I think I think. Don't you think Tony's going to play Dunn more because Dunn matches up with Nance, and Nance goes out of the perimeter. Dunn go out there and guard him. Yeah, and uh, and and well, then that that removes at least one dagger in that guy's arsenal. You yeah, know? yeah, because Caffaro can't go out there and guard him, and Shedrick yeah. can't either. I yeah, don't not think. really. So, it would be interesting would to know to if, done, if, if he did break his wrist. Was it yesterday? Was it three days ago? Because some of that is how much time has Tony had to adjust to uh, for his game plan. That's true. Uh, well, we, we talked to them Tuesday afternoon, and it could have happened after that in practice uh, or yesterday. I don't, I, it's hard to say, but... Uh, I've never been a big believer in guys getting hurt in practice. I never practiced hard enough to get hurt. <laughs> well, that means you're smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how smart I was. Maybe it's lazy. I don't know. But at any rate, uh, I mean, do uh, with or without Vanderplas, uh, can the Hoos win it tonight? It would be a tall task because uh, that's another scorer that you've got to worry about. Uh, I mean, he's hot and cold, but there are nights where he can light it up and uh, you know, for, uh, my whole premise coming in here was that Franklin and Gardner have scored well against Carolina. It's somebody else is going to have to step up and contribute. And I don't know. Uh, it's not going to be Kihei, I don't think. It, Bigman. It, it could be Bigman. But big, he, Bigman's due. He's reluctant as well. But he's, big, he, he's due. And McNeely, sooner or later, Tony just needs to tell – uh, Isaac McNeely, just let it fly. Yeah, I think well, so. Well, he's already told you. But, I mean, fly. just let him <laughs> but stop McNeely passing. McNeely used to do that. You just know, let it go. I, I, a lot of times I'll see him, and he'll catch the ball in a situation where I think he's got a shot, Yes, but he doesn't take it. So he needs to maybe think a little more aggressively relative to the shot. Well, it's postseason now. You can't hold anything back. And I don't care who you are on this roster, particularly if they're a man down because somebody's got to – Fill that gap. And, and against Carolina, you have to defend, but you also have to score. You know, they're so gifted no offensively, you can't beat them scoring 50, 55 points. And you're not going to hold them to no points in transition like you did in the last meeting either. That's just right. not going to happen. Um, you might be able to contain Baycott. We don't know what condition he's in. He, You know, he's rolled his ankle last night. Yes. He went out for a while, then he came back in. He but said he would be okay, but you don't know that. I noticed – during the second half, though, he was not very active. Oh, he didn't play much. But he, they had a big lead, so they didn't have to play. But also noticed yeah. when he was in there, he wasn't moving. No. And uh, his t- his teammate, Leaky Black, was teasing him uh, on one of the post-game uh, interviews, something about, you know, he just likes a little drama, you know. And Armando being from Richmond, everybody knows we're kidding. We, we know he's a hard, c- competitive player. And, I actually kind of disagree with Dave Glenn. I, I think Baycott is going to get his shot in the NBA uh, because he's fundamentally sound in a lot of areas. You know, his big problem is it may be a pay cut for him to go to the NBA. Well, <laughs> well, there, there were there were rumors this year that NIL he got a million dollars, but it, I heard from other sources that it was half a million. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, that's a lot of money for a college kid. But he, he was hurting when he left the court last night. When he when it happened, yes. they heard him say, yeah, and sometimes, oh, o- no, not again. Overnight, it could yeah. swell up and be a problem. 
But, Jerry, we, we thank you. Uh, we know you just got into town, so we appreciate you coming by to spend a few minutes with us. Uh, next week's show, we're going to be on at 5 o'clock. Don't forget, Monday, Terry Gates, and it'll be our bracketology of who's talking. We'll break down the brackets, particularly looking at the who's relative to where they're going to play, when they're going to play, and we'll have all that information for you. All right, looking forward to it. Go Wahoos tonight. This is an exciting game. Beat the heels. Thanks for listening to Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Brought to you by Ortho, Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oakley Press.